Hi, and welcome back to How to Uncover and Overcome Self-Sabotage. And I'm Andrea, and I'm from Dominant Mindset Coaching. I used to be a dominatrix for about 12 years, and now I'm a confidence coach. And I love to talk about self-sabotage because it is the one thing that comes in and undoes all of my good work. So getting our eyes on these things is is really the key to being able to tackle them and I'm so excited for this episode um, and this is Yannick. Hi I'm Yannick. I'm known as the naked coach on social media. I'm a confidence and mindset coach and I'm fascinated with self-sabotage. Why do we do it? How do we notice it? And like just as important how do we overcome it? Amazing. And what are we going to be speaking about today, Yannick? This week, I thought that we'd get into the hyper-rational. Okay, cool. So what does... I think hyper-rational was quite far down on my, um, on my list. So what is a hyper-rational saboteur? So the hyper-rational is, is sort of like the left brain um, analytical, but sort of like on steroids. So it's an intense and exclusive focus on the rational processing of everything, which also includes relationships. And in people who have a strong hyper-rational, they often get perceived as cold, distant, and in some cases, intellectually arrogant. So I, I have a, um, a, a strong hyper-rational because in my head that sort of like like you can't you can't fight against logic and so but I have often gotten the the feedback the comments from from people as I got to know them that when they first met me they thought like they did perceive me as as being um distant and or cold okay interesting and and what does intellectually arrogant actually mean so I think into intellectually arrogant, what they're, they're basically saying is that it's, it's people that know that they're smart and mm-hmm. it's sort of like, like, there's like, you know, that you're smart, but then you sort of like brag and you're like, you're cocky about knowing, knowing that. And it oh, might okay. in put people or other people down. So I think that that's where they're going with, um, with that statement uh, about being intellectually arrogant. So not just... I'm smart, but I'm smarter than you. Yeah, and exactly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, awesome. Okay, so so what what else makes up the the hyper rational? So here's the interesting part, and I know that we've covered this with some of the other saboteurs. So I thought that we'd continue and all and include this in in our future videos as well. So the hyper rational basically is a strength that's been put onto steroids. So. <laughs> Here, here is the original strength, capable of deep insight and understanding through objective analysis. Mm-hmm. On its own, that's not a bad thing. It's a great thing. Um, is somebody who can be very observant and perceptive, somebody who's got great mental concentration, mm-hmm. um, somebody who basically has a, um, a drive in a specific area of knowledge. So again, like taken on their own, it's they're all great things. It's just that they somehow through like life situation and circumstances got activated and it's almost like they were sort of like like they just basically grew significantly in importance and 
that's how they became sort of like dominant for uh, certain individuals. Okay, that's cool. And how would you, if you hadn't done this um, assessment, how would you know that you're hyper-rational? What's some of the thoughts that you might have? So some of the thoughts that you might have is um, that your feelings or feelings in general are distracting and, and or irrelevant. Um, many people um, are irrational and sloppy. Sorry, many people that are um that are irrational are sloppy in their thinking. Uh, the needs and emotions of others will act as a distraction for me. And um, that the value that, like what I value the most is knowledge and understanding as well as insight. And mm -hmm. so oftentimes um, the individual self-worth will be attached in mastering um, a, certain, um, a certain aspect or a, like a certain, like for example, like history or philosophy, or like for like something that that can be um, set into sort of like a, a segment. So uh, mastering knowledge, competence in in various um, aspects of their lives. Okay, cool. And yeah. um, this is interesting. I mean, it, the hyper rational was was kind of far down on mine. Um, so it's but some of it is definitely resonating. And, you know, that kind of, that need to understand things. And, and I can often end up, you know, just really going down rabbit holes with things and, and my need to, to know why and, and what and that does it make sense and, and that kind of thing. So although it's not a strong saboteur, I can definitely, it definitely resonates with me. Um, you know, if I'm, if I'm coaching someone on something then, and I'm maybe using a coaching exercise, I need to know before I use it or before I trust it, um, what it's doing and why I'm doing it and what are, what is the outcome of that? And then from there, you know, I can, I can put arms and legs on it and make it even better or, or even more kind of in depth or full. Um, but as long as I know why I'm doing, I'm doing it and what's my intended outcome and then and I can then understand it, um, then I'm more confident in using it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and some of the, the examples that you gave are also typical to the, um, the hyperachiever, um, yeah. which I know um, scored fairly high on, um, on your results. So. Yeah, and so how... How much crossover is there between hyperachiever and hyperrational? Like how how closely related are they? It, it's not necessarily that they're closely related. It's just that some of the examples that you are sharing um, were more attributed to one versus um, the high, like the hyperachiever versus the hyper um, rational. That's okay. All. Okay. Yeah. Can, that's me just trying to understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe my hyperrational is higher than I thought. That's, that's perfectly fine. So I'm just going to go into um, one of the justification that the hyper rational will, um, will whisper uh, okay. in or might whisper in your ear, which is the rational mind is the most important thing. Mm, okay. Yeah. So the rational mind is the most important thing. And, and oftentimes people who are hyper rational, um, are just basically um, one of their main complaints will be that uh, others who aren't also hyper rational um, are like are way too emotional. Okay. Yeah. Because for them, like feelings, emotions, 
kind of like distract from from what's important to them yeah I guess would that make a hyper rational person better or worse in a in a crisis situation better or worse actually you know, that's a great question and like to come of it like just like that I would think that there are probably circumstances in which um, might be better, uh, but I I wouldn't say necessarily like all the time um, mm-hmm. because if you put somebody like a hyper um, rational mind um, in a crisis situation might basically um, deal with it very very cleanly, um, mm-hmm. very surgically, which is you wouldn't want to put a hyper rational like in a setting where you need empathy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. So, so if someone's needing comforted, you probably don't want the hyper rational. You want them sorting out the car, the practical carnage. Whereas, you know, you maybe want a, like a strong empath and helping to to get their arms around people. So, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, and so I just want to touch the original survival function of the hyper rational. So, the hyper rational is a good survival strategy in early childhood, where there's been emotional turmoil or chaotic surroundings, Mm -hmm. the escape into what is considered to be neat and orderly um, generates a sense of security. Okay, yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's definitely something to look out for with um, with clients and how, you know, because I guess with our coaching, sometimes we we try to allow our client space to just mess up, um, which might be hell for someone who is a hyper-rational. They need that order, they need that. Um, and that's maybe why I don't really cope with the, the messy versus right distinction so well, um, because it, as much as I like the the openness to be able to explore and get curious and, um, and mess things up, at the end of the day, I do need some organization. I do need some order. Otherwise, you know, life feels unstable for me. Um, right. And so, so yeah, that's that's interesting. There's one thing that I'll, I want to add to that, though. There's yeah. no reason we can't sort of like have both. It's just that like having a very, very strong hyper rational mm-hmm. might basically mean that like, like that you uh doing sort of like like the explore like the sage power of explore mm-hmm. might be a little bit more challenging for you okay yeah and and i guess it's finding that balance isn't it between um between being quite logical and clean and organized versus allowing yourself the space to to mess up if we need to um, and get curious about things because you know, undiscovered things don't really have an order yet until you, we start to ascribe order and meaning and everything to it. So, yeah, that's really interesting. I'm excited to talk about this more on Friday, um, yes. and to really to really get into this because maybe there's more. Maybe I'm more of a hyper rational than I actually think I am. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting chat on Friday, I'm sure. Um, so is there anything more that we need to add to this, or will I just let no, everyone I mean- know? Um, we'll have some more stuff that we can share on, um, on our conversation on Friday. Um, Excellent. So, um, on Friday, we have a Q and A chat on Clubhouse. If you don't have a Clubhouse account, let one of us know and we will get you an invite so that you can join. 
The Q&A chat is done in real time, so you can come with your questions or, you know, your yeah, but what ifs, and you can speak to, to either of us, we'll both be on there. Um, the Clubhouse chat, so on a Friday night um, in the UK time, it's 7pm um, Eastern and Pacific time, I need Yannick to help me out here. So, um, so for North America time, so Eastern uh, time is 2pm Eastern. North yeah. America time and North America Pacific time is 11 a.m. on Fridays. So again, it's 7 p.m. UK time, yeah. 2 p.m. Eastern North America time and 11 a.m. Pacific North America time. Perfect. And if you want extra support, you can join our Facebook group, which is just how to uncover and overcome self-sabotage. That's what it's named. If you search for it, it's right there. You'll see a nice big picture of Yannick and I. Um, so come and join us on the Facebook group. We will be putting extra coaching exercises and all of the videos will also be up there too. Um, and finally, just like and subscribe to these videos so that you don't miss any and also so that you don't end up with a backlog of videos to watch. Um, and, and please, please complete the free assessment so that this makes a bit more sense and you know which ones to focus on and, and which ones to um, that you can put maybe further down the, the priority list. Um, but yeah, so is there anything else that we need to, to share? All the links are going to be in the description. Oh, perfect. Right. Good. <laughs> amazing. Another amazing chat. So we will see you 